I'm going to send this to you guys. It's one of the last appearances he had on there. And it's dark, but fucking funny. And Into it. that's, yeah, that's the sweet spot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway. Welcome to AE Double Back for Wednesday, January 18th. You wanted I was to trying say to put Monday words so together. bad. I did. Why did I want to say Monday? That's so messed up. Do <laughs> uh, you like Monday? Monday you, you were talking about the, the sweet spot, and so I thought that I had it, and so I, I just like dove right in, and it mm-hmm. turned out to not be the sweet spot. It turned Monday, out to be the unsweet Monday. spot. The it sour spot. The sour spot. It would be. That's uh, that's what you call that part down there in your uh, lady bits, right? The the sour spot. Is that what you call it? Um, lady bits. That's what my mother sour calls spot? it growing up. Yeah, yeah. You it was call the, it sour spot. It was the shame hole or the sour spot. So interesting. I don't, uh, interesting. I, 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 I call it. I, I call it. more been, about you than me. Is all I'm saying. I've been talking <laughs> with my therapist about it. It's uh, <laughs> it, it's a topic that comes up frequently. I call it. I call it. I call it little buddy. Little buddy. Wait, little, little buddy. buddy or lil, lil buddy? Lil. Okay, L I apostrophe L. Okay, that makes yeah. a big difference. I have um, a friend in high school who called her car Lil Red, and I was like, "Oh my god, Red. <laughs> Just call it Buster." Okay. I hope it <laughs> was call green. It Buster. I hope the car was like blue or yellow or something, anything other than red. No, Ugh. couldn't be that funny. Ugh. It was serious. There's a car repair, uh, a bicycle repair guy in my neighborhood who whose handle is Lil Bill, and I love. I like that. The I love the way that rolls off the tongue. Uh, yeah. You can. You only hope that bicycles roll as well when he's done with them. Lil Bill. Lil Bill. Uh, isn't that the name of Bill Cosby's uh, one of his animated things? What? Uh, I don't know. How dare you defame! Bicycle Lil repair, Bill. a little Bill, by comparing him to Bill Cosby. <laughs> Look, it's nope, not me. Oh, nope. I'm pulling it up. It's Little Bill. Little it is. Bill. Uh, it is, in fact, a series. Hey, what was the one with Gary Coleman? What was that? Something where he was an angel. What was that called? Oh, oh, oh. yeah. I don't. Yeah, remember. I'd watch that for your cartoon podcast. Yes, that was. Uh, uh, Not great. <laughs> I believe it was just called the Gary Coleman Show. I think it was. As if he was a, in real he, life an angel. The name of the character wasn't even Gary Coleman. The name of the character was like um, shit. Oh, right, right. no, it wasn't shit. That would have been great. I would have loved watching that show. Um, the There was a movie he uh, made called The Kid with a Broken Halo. And so yeah. it was like... Um, a continuation of that, but he was bigger than the movie, so they called it Gary Coleman instead. It the was 80s was fucking a wild ridiculous. Time. It was oh, a great yeah, time. His name was Andy was LeBeau. <laughs> oh, yeah. Andy LeBeau. Oh, God. Okay. I mean, I'm we, sorry, but it's that's just ridiculous. We're doing a wrestling show. Right. Yeah, I, okay. I think it's I think it's great personally that what we chose to do was a podcast uh, where we watch purportedly excellent wrestling as opposed mm-hmm. to random episodes of ab- abysmal wrestling from different shows every time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's certainly doable, but I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, um, all right, so we got a show to cover, we and do. it starts with. 
Everyone probably knew already, as the news broke earlier in the day, Jay Briscoe of the yeah. Briscoe Boys. Briscoe Briscoes. Brothers. I think they, they, they just go by the Briscoes. Briscoe Dem Brothers. Boys. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Okay. Correct. Um, died in a car accident, which is really sad. And they had a title yeah. card up at the very first thing when the show started. And then later, um, uh, what's his face was like, Ex- oh, you Excalibur know, well, we, Excalibur was like, out. oh, you know, um, Thoughts and Prayers, Jay Briscoe and his family, da, 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 uh, you know, more on that later. They never talked about no, it later. No, 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 never did. And, except for uh, a little, oh my God, we gotta go, uh, remember Jay Briscoe? Because <laughs> they were I mean, like, yeah. pulling away. If memory away. serves, TNT uh, refused to let them on air. Uh, <gasps> so that's probably why they were kind of like, what do we do here? We can't just like show a retrospective of him. Uh, so they just up. had to kind of, yeah. I mean, to be fair, the Briscoes were problematic. Um, I do, I do like them and I do feel like that, um, some of the stuff he said he had, you know, it was one of those things where like he honestly regretted it, honestly tried to, uh, uh, make things right. Um, so, you know, I give him credit for that, but you know, not everyone does, not everyone has to. So it is what it is. I imagine something more substantial will occur on the uh, ring of honor uh, show when they start doing that again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Lucha brothers said that he, his, the Briscoe brothers were a dream match that they tried to make happen so many times. Oh man. They never, they never could because of scheduling or because of, you know, network stuff, company stuff. Um, (sighs) that's just a bummer. That is unfortunate. it seems like, and that that's one of those frustrating aspects of the nature of of pro wrestling is that it, it in a way harkens back to the old Hollywood studio system where it was like, well, this person is contracted to Paramount, that person is contracted to MGM, they just won't co-star, yeah. uh, and and it's it's it it sucks to 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 think that there are so many things that get in the way of what we what we might do before we before we are not on this earth anymore that that sucks yeah that's crazy yeah um anyway so that happened i'm glad it was acknowledged in some way yeah um because it is a big fucking deal i mean Um, yeah dude was 38 that and, and he was at the top of his game still had many years to give and And they uh, had title belts yeah they weren't they yeah. the tag team titles at ROH. Yeah, they're ROH champions. Yeah, it's fucked up, man. It's they, just they really so sad. Probably would have had their most prominent like uh, career like period ahead of them. Hmm. Yeah. And it's yeah, yeah it's also a bummer because it's it's not one of those things where like they you know uh, he was a terrible addict and you know kept you know, bouncing in and out of rehab and, you know, you, you sort of see, you sort of see the truck coming, uh, in those instances. And, you know, when it happens, you're like, oh yeah, he died of an overdose. That is terrible. Or, you know, his heart exploded or whatever. This is just like some crazy out of the blue, you know, like car accident. That's, that's rough. And I, yeah. I was, you know, you, you hear about, uh, a pro wrestling personality like perishing 
and your mind goes to a lot of particular areas that are like an unfortunate part and parcel of of the business how how like all too often it happens in in certain ways and uh i i was like i want yeah what a crazy thing to have happen <laughs> yeah um all right so okay we got that we got to the dark place now we gotta that. make it light and that'll be our sweet spot okay uh right. orange, cassidy and, song. orange cassidy and jay lethal They did things. <laughs> sure Man, did. I was all revved up. I was like, oh, oh, she's going to bring it home. She's going to like, she got the killer zinger and we'll all be <laughs> no. laughing and like, oh, good times. Nope. Just silence. Just yeah. silence. Uh-huh. Sorry. Uh-huh. Uh, I thought <sighs> no, you were going to back me up, but no. I, <laughs> no, I do not get off the back line. That is my curse. Yeah. Uh, my mind is just nothing but the Simpsons on it at all times. So <laughs> I'm not helpful. Uh, I, I will say that uh, I was worried at the beginning that there was going to be too many shenanigans because you've got your, you know, uh, Jay Lethal, Satnam Singh, uh, um, uh, all of this nonsense here. And you have Orange Cassidy that traditionally brings nonsense. And then they started doing some nonsense, but then they let the match happen. And um, yeah, I, I approve and I appreciate that. Yeah, and, and we did get some quality uh, nonsense. I think that yeah. like it's it's really where Sanjay is at his best when you're in some situation. Like the, the 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 position that he was in during this uh, segment was really quite enjoyable. That there was that he was like needing to hold off like any interference uh, stuff going on. Yeah, um, or he would lose and, his job. No. Yeah, that was so, the so, funny bit. So, so that's really like it, it's a it, it's like if you've ever been a, in a position where you're you're going out uh, for for the night and somebody who is conventionally the crazy one for whatever reason is thrown into the position of being the responsible one overseeing everyone like they 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 drew the straw of being the designated driver. Oh my and- god, that's just oh my god, you're you're playing right to me here because there's the <laughs> Simpsons episode where Barney had to be the designated driver. They all drew eggs out of Moe's jar and he got the black egg. So he had to be designated driver. <laughs> and that happened to be the night that Duffman showed up. Duffman showed up oh, with like yes, that's right, all yes. that beer and like a party, which he had, by the way, submitted like a million billion Duff points <laughs> to get him to show up in person and party down with them. <sighs> I mean, you know, it, it drove him nuts. And then he ended up in New York. And anyways, whatever. I I could go on. I won't. Because you know that's what, not he what needed, this show he is. He needed a, a, a small African American angel to uh, make his day. Uh, <laughs> he right. needed LeBeau. He needed Andy LeBeau. <laughs> yeah, I, I, think I, he I, needed, I forced that callback, but I feel good about it. I feel I like, like it. I, think, I think he needed LeBeau, the French guy from Hogan's Heroes. I think he needed Remy LeBeau, aka Gambit. Oh man, dun, dun, my favorite dun. X-Men back when I was a kid, I think. I mean, how how could you not love that Cajun accent? I'm going to put a question mark on that because <laughs> well, I think it depends Just from say one Cagey. Cagey accent. <laughs> Cage-like. Oh, yeah. Dude, that KGB accent. Cagish. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, there. Uh, uh, Orange Cassidy rolling away from the corners as Jay's trying to uh, get up to uh, you know uh, give him the elbow. That's mm-hmm. that's some good stuff. Um, yeah. Although he did steal Samoa Joe's walk away, I do not know how I feel about that because it feels yeah. very uh, Orange Cassidy, but also you know. Like that's Samoa Joe's thing. How dare well, you? I I hear that, but also in my mind that that's sort of akin to sit to to saying like, oh man, look at that guy. He stole my look both ways before crossing the street. Move. Like no one should. That's why you know the seatbelt was given away for uh, for free by the car company that that invented it because they didn't think that somebody should have monopoly on safety. And I think that that's my attitude. I, I think Samojo would say the same thing. Uh, Interesting. I don't think so. Okay. I think he's the sort of guy who doesn't look both ways uh, when he crosses the street because he's like, you know, no, that's not. It's been done. I mean, that's, someone else's stick. Not a good idea for somebody with a concussion history, but okay. I mean, would you, if you were driving a car and you saw Samoa Joe out in the middle of the street, would you want to risk uh, totaling your car by running into him? I mean, that's absolutely what would happen. Sure. I, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Like, but like him knowing, I mean, that what a horrible like power to have upon you. Like knowing that that's what's going to happen if you don't exercise the same caution as everyone else. All right. Uh, I loved how Danhausen <laughs> was checking the tickets for Sanjay mm-hmm. and uh, yep. everybody. And then the best friends showed up and they also were sitting nearby. And Very I liked fun. it when Danhausen put on a curse, but then also was playing the guitar. <laughs> yeah. Also great. yeah, that was great. This is a fun match. Um, I do yeah. like the pairing of Orange Cassidy and Jay Lethal. Um, Sadam had some stuff afterwards, you know, that like Sanjay had to try and make sure nobody did anything. But then Orange did the tiny kicks on Sanjay, which I I just love the tiny kicks. And it's hard to find somebody <laughs> to do the tiny kicks too, where it's really going to pay off. I think yeah. it pays off well with Sanjay, but you know. Uh, yeah, Orange retains the belt, so it's the all. He's still the All Atlantic champion. Yeah, reason, I, but he's, there we are. He, he is, so far as we know, eligible to hold the belt, and he does hold the belt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I will say that uh, Orange Cassidy, like he has a good mix of comedy and then also good wrestling in the ring. You know, like uh, mm-hmm. really enjoyable to watch. Um, also, he tends to bring hijinks with him, and you know, like if if we were seeing because Cassidy is real popular, and you could definitely see him being on television every week. If he were, the hijinks would get uh, stale and uh, you know suck. Wow, the f- whoa, they whoa. give us just enough Orange Cassidy so that every time I'm happy to see him. And I love to see his his shtick, and then and then he's gone, and I miss him again. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's just that's just a real good job, a real uh, sense of you know uh, how much to yeah, give us. That's like how mm-hmm. how often can you eat s'mores? Yes, I mean uh, never. Honestly, I eat them all separately. Really? Y- y- ew, I, weird. The also, cracker, 
The graham cracker's too hard for the chocolate and the marshmallow. It's what not yummy that way. The hell kind of graham cracker are you eating? Regular graham it's cracker. A cracker, not a friggin' yeah, but like cement it's, block. Yeah, but it, there's something about there's. If you've been to a fucking campfire <laughs> and you've roasted your fucking marshmallow yeah, okay, okay. and the roasted marshmallow doesn't melt the chocolate because it doesn't mm-hmm. and you're not going to put the whole fucking graham cracker with the chocolate into the fucking fire. Mm-hmm. It's just too hard. The whole thing doesn't work together. I eat my marshmallow roasted and then I just eat the fucking chocolate because it's good. And if I feel like it, I'll have some graham now, cracker. Teresa, have you... That's Have how you I been, do it. Uh, uh, blackballed from multiple summer camps for foul language. <laughs> Look, uh, I said it. I have, for some reason, I get angry at s'mores. <laughs> <laughs> I get angry at them because they're supposed to be good. Everyone says they're good, and I have not been able to find them to be good. <laughs> I'm mad yeah, about I mean, it. You're doing something wrong. It's, it's uh, this is all on you. I, I must be if people get these beautifully melty s'mores. How the <sighs> fuck is it even possible? You sound like my five-year-old who doesn't want to eat things together. I'm like, here, have a sandwich, which, you know, have a cheeseburger with a burger and cheese and ketchup. But he would rather have the bun separate from the ketchup and the the meat and the cheese and eat them all separately. I'm like, do, hey, do you not you understand what synergy is? <laughs> That's your parenting I, style? Is, is spouting a lot of that. corporate buzzwords at him? Here's what I'll say to that. He's a child. Uh-huh. And children are mm-hmm. like developing their palate. Uh-huh. And maybe he wants to understand what it's like to savor each piece separately. Just oh, okay. for a little bit. So he just wants a deconstructed burger it's like, because it's like Wiley taking, Dufresne suggests that that is the best way to consume. It's like, you know, what's that? Deposit seed depository somewhere in the Netherlands or whatever. Oh, that's, that's yeah. the place that the, the Dutch uh, prime minister got for the shot planet. From, I remember. Well, it's like <laughs> his brain. His brain needs to have a reference, a pure reference to all things, so that when they're all combined, his brain can say, "Ah, I taste all these different things." Ah. This is all very know. interesting, and sure, a five-year-old. I would buy that. I would say like, okay, yeah, do experience the world. If you're a robot, you know what? I will allow that also. Are you a five-year-old or a robot, Teresa? Hey, I just want you to know adults Uh are Mm -hmm. children. The Mm -hmm. only reason why we call adults adults is because children Mm -hmm. exist. Because the (laughs) juxtaposition (laughs) of adult. Yes. The juxtaposition (laughs) of adult to child is merely time. That is it. Right. The reality is we would be still considered uh, children okay, if children okay. didn't enter the world right. knowing yeah. nothing. The only reason we call. Because we're all idiots. None of us know what the fuck's going on. The only on. reason we call hot water hot is because it's hotter than cold water. It's the existence of cold water. This, this is the point. That's it. Okay. Look, I say I say some some bullshit nonsense uh-huh. a lot, yeah. a lot yeah. uh, more, more than more most. than a reasonable person should on a podcast where there are other humans listening to. But that is that is next really... level what you've done there, Teresa. I'm just saying, kids are like, oh, you know so much. And it's like I don't, I don't know so much. 
You just know nothing. You know absolutely nothing. So by comparison, I am a genius, wise, old wizard. I can make everything work and fix all your problems. I am only a genius because you're a fucking idiot, (laughs) child. This is what happens. And of course, Teresa's parenting style. By the way, this two year old, two year old is quickly, and I mean quickly on my tail, (laughs) catching up and about to surpass me. So, you know, I'm just enjoying this brief moment. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. All right. Enough of me (laughs) hating the world. Uh, Uh (laughs) (laughs) You still have not adequately explained uh, your hatred of s'mores, but we're going to let that lie. That's something that's going to take a long time. But okay. No one wants to know. We're still if on anyone knows one. how to make a decent s'more at a campfire, please let me know. Because I don't <laughs> think it's possible. Okay. Mm. I don't think it's possible. Well, okay. we're going to the Grand okay. Canyon this summer. Uh, if you mm-hmm. want to tag along, I'll no. show you how it works. Show you how I it's don't. done. I don't want to go camping. I'll visit a fire, but I, I don't want to go camping <laughs> right now. Teresa is going to move her Monopoly token onto the fire square, but only to the part that says just visiting. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, did we thumb this? This is the first match. No, I did not thumb it at all. Uh, I upped it. Okay, so did I. Okay, we're good. Quality match. All right, let's move on. Okay, package, I don't know if we need to talk about it or thumb it. I think... I think we do. It's because uh, there was, um, yeah, there was some stuff. I, it was, it was super expository. It, it, uh, it's yeah. hey, uh, Kushida t- took up the challenge on on Rampage. He said that he would uh, fight Darby Allen on Dynamite. Great. That it's a thing that we need because not everybody, not everybody, meaning me, watches Dynamite. So good, but you also mean Rampage. Rampage. Yes, Rampage. But also, this was real. Dull. It was just like, hey, this was a thing that happened. And even Excalibur's voice was kind of like, hey, on Rampage, this thing happened, and then we're going to see it today. I don't know what's up. It was weird. It was a little weird. Um, But I also thought it was exciting. I liked the um, video they had for Kushida, and I don't know. I was curious about it. I give it a middle. Same. Yeah, me too. We got Top Flight versus the Young Bucks. Now this yeah, is Yeah, we do. This is old school AEW. Okay. Mm. Because Top Flight is from what I remember, as the legend goes, <clears throat> tweeted at the Young Bucks for a match. And they called them on it. They had a match. Top Flight was signed. Now the reality of what really was happening, I don't know. But I love the story that this is how they got on AEW. Yeah. Or this is how they got on TV and then signed to AEW. I don't know. I don't know what all was going on. Matt and Nick both had J armbands. Um, I thought that was cool for Jay Briscoe. Yeah. Um, I love seeing Top Flight. I love seeing the Young Bucks. And Top Flight... I mean, give them 15, 20 years, they will be the Young Bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
I, I mean, mean hopefully sooner than that. That's yeah. <laughs> they no, have a lot I to mean, do because I... the Young Bucks have so much charisma. And I'm not saying that Top Flight doesn't, but the Young Bucks can do everything. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Teresa uh, put it down in her planner uh, in the year uh, 2043. 20 uh, <laughs> yep. We'll meet back here. <laughs> yeah. Even if we're not in the same apartments as we if, were. If none of us are married, <laughs> we'll we're going back to here. get back together mm-hmm. in, well, in 2043. Uh, watch a join this Zoom. And watch uh, Top Flight be the Young Bucks. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, this was a really fun match. I liked it a lot. I so very enjoyed Taz, who was just he was just having fun. Oh yeah, it's just it's he the little thing. Hilarious tonight. Yeah, he kept yeah. cracking himself up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. He was great, and then and then Top Flight wins. They win. Yeah, clean. man. They that uh, is... Darius ducked during a super kick. So they got mm-hmm. the win because he pinned they the young bucks ended up kicking each other and then um Darius got to pin. Awesome. No one's done that yet to the Bucks. What? Oh what beat them? No. Ducked when they did a super kick. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't seen it. I gave this a thumbs up. I did too. It was fantastic. Hey, Calder. That's your cue. Uh-oh. Did we lose a Calder? Oh, no! Do you hear Oof. me? Oof. I hear you. Oh, Calder's gone. Yeah. Where did he go? Is he messaging us now? No, uh, he must have just lost his internet completely. Oh shit, that sucks. Yeah. What if someone was walking and tripped over the cord? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think he's been doing it uh, Wi-Fi, so they would have had oh. to walk uh, through the air, somehow trip over the electromagnetic radiation, and uh, uh, I guess uh, let loose an EMP. Is that how that works? Yeah, I think I that's know. how it works. Oh, good. Uh, what did happen? To you, Calder. What's that? Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> you, I, I, you... I, I, I was having a chippiness uh, on my end. Sorry, I didn't hear a bit of what you said. Ah, okay. Well, we were just shooting the shit while you, uh, uh, while you got back on. I am back, baby. Would uh, uh... you thumb the thing? The uh, where are we at right now? Top flight young bucks. Oh yes, it was an up. It was a great match. Nice. nice. We uh, had the guns coming out <laughs> unexpectedly, not on the schedule. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, they totally uh, blew all the uh, all the production away and just just walked out there. The schedule just went to hell because it's supposed you to know, be acclaimed. Stage managers are so unappreciated. They work mm-hmm. so hard. Mm-hmm. And after all of the work that they do to have the show like on track and all the ducks in a row for one tag team to, I guess, not be there. 
uh, at all, and for a different tag team to take advantage of that, uh, it's you know it's unfortunate. Mm. Kids today, you're telling me, especially even the ones that are going to be the young bucks in 20 years. Well, the right? guns were saying, "Oh, you know, you know, you like you guys like the acclaim. They took our dad. They took this. They took that. Blah blah blah." Um, it was interesting. The acclaimed came out. They, uh, you know, the guns were denying them a rap, but then they did one anyway. <laughs> and part mm-hmm, of it got mm-hmm. bleeped, and I wish I knew what the hell it was that they said. It sounded uh, like bullshitters or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. The, I, I think the odd. the mascot there uh, is probably the bulls. So they're like, you're not bulls. You're just bullshitters. Hmm. Uh, the Fresno like. State Bulldogs. Oh, okay. Yeah, then you're not Bulldogs. You're just bullshitters. That makes uh, sense. Well, they start fighting in the ring, and then Daddy Ass breaks it up, and he's like all pissed off at everybody. And this could be the end. What if Daddy Ass walks away altogether? This could be the beginning of the end. Oh, no, be no, a tragedy. no. He, this was just a pitch for next week's bit, which is family therapy. Oh, right. That's right. Um, he did say family therapy. They're so, going to sit down and have a chat together. Yeah. Now, now Chan, um, does, it, does, it, does it placate you that they didn't uh, overtly promise a talking segment for after the current episode, but that they sort of alluded to something that then would pay off? I mean, that is what they uh, were selling. So uh, it was entertaining, but also they're doing exactly the thing i don't like so i'm gonna middle it because entertaining. you know it was y- yes it was entertaining that's, that's en- what a middle that's is. entertainment yeah that is, that is exactly what this all is i middle it as well hmm. i guess i up it i liked it a little bit better than that i thought it was kind of oh. funny okay. I, yeah i do think the the guns are just doing some really stellar work here in in that sort of uh real down the middle uh, um uh, classic heel thing so it's hard it's hard to you know badmouth them and the acclaimed everybody loves the acclaimed i i still love the acclaimed so yeah well, what are you going to do and i think like it's interesting when you can say that uh, a heel character sort of is saying something that's not totally wrong uh, like like the where, where they have like understandable like uh, thought processes or or whatever, and I was and I I was thinking during the segment, you know, the 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 gun boys kind of were an, uh, an, an, a meaningful part of the acclaimed becoming popular because they were <laughs> like uh, a big part of that uh, that entrance that that got the acclaimed over. Sure. Um. Bing, 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 bing. Hangman. Yes. Renee Paquette. Standing by wooden palettes. It's Renee Palette. This was the little joke that I wrote. I thought it was Uh very funny. Uh, Now that it comes out of my mouth, still think it's funny. Renee Palette. I think that's something that you could do is to uh, say that your, your son came up with a joke and you're going to share it. And that way, <laughs> you you have to laugh, otherwise you'll sound like a a total yeah. jerk. 
like that that way you kind of have protection in case that happens yeah yeah no i'm i'm willing to take this one on the chin i understand that it is not good like objectively a bad joke and yet uh as a father as a dad i do have a certain amount of license to to go there well, I think that this is why I thought that when you said your son liked to eat his food separate, I you you meant like separate from you in a different room. I mean, I like it, I think, probably better than he does. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> Renee was saying that Mox said something very complimentary. Hangman you know, was still trying to be a tough guy, but then he was like, "Hey, you know, could you tell?" Oh no, never mind. <laughs> and this is <clears throat> like uh, classic hangman stuff. It really is. Yeah, this is old school hangman. We're getting into some kind of long storyline. I'm assuming we'll see what happens. We're getting little yeah. tiny tidbits. <coughs> um, he mentioned mending fences, which suggests that he may be getting back together with Kenny. So, you know. Interesting. Who wouldn't like that? But uh, Kenny. They they do a thing where like, yeah, like air quotes, the cameras stop running and they're just talking, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I was trying to figure out how I felt about that. And I think what I landed on is that I wanted them to give it a little more verisimilitude. Uh, put down the camera. Or at least, you know, set, set it, it up in such a way. Yeah, yeah. Set it on the table so that the, you're kind of like, you know, not off. centered. Yeah. yeah. And then you kind of hear them talking. That would be a little more interesting to me. Uh, but the fact that they're trying something different is good. I like that. Um, mostly it came down to, because this is a very classically uh, Hangman Page kind of promo, I, which I like. But when he does this sort of thing in a low energy state then it doesn't it doesn't work as much for me like when he's you know like like oh man my, i i i can't i couldn't remember my son's name and there was some intensity there you know you felt that vulnerability that's good stuff this is sort of like eh, you know whatever i i don't really care mm-hmm. um, to me it's more so, vulnerable than than was something where he's being boisterous i'm not necessarily boisterous but to have some uh uh integrity and commitment to the thing that he's talking about. This didn't feel like it was committed. It was just sort of like, eh, you know, whatever. Uh, well, talk- I thought oh, that was well. the whole point was like uh, his, uh, like uh, ship, his uh, kind of wavering commitment to opening up uh, about something like where he's like, I like, I don't know if I can put myself out there to say what I need to say or, or uh, I'm going to try and oh, then I can't. And like that, like there, there was a, like a natural, like I don't know, it worked for me. Look, I don't get a chance to say this very often, but if there's one thing I learned in short form improvisational comedy, oh, okay, that okay. I can apply to literally any other part of my life, it's that uh, if you if you get the emotion of bored, you do not have to play low energy bored. There are many ways that you can do that. Uh, what should be a low energy emotion in an upbeat and entertaining way. Hmm. Thank you, comedy sports. <laughs> a rare thank you to comedy sports. All right. Uh, 
Jess. Hey, oh, wait, did we, we uh, thumb this? I middled I, it. I middled it. Yeah, I, I upped it. Look at Calder being the Pollyanna of this whole thing. Mm-hmm. That's me. Um, Jess. Jazz. Jake Hager versus Ricky Starks. The immovable object against the unstoppable force. I love Ricky Starks. I don't care. I want him to be given all of the flowers. (laughs) All of the best moments. I liked this match. It was interesting. It was fun. Uh, And... My favorite stuff is the stuff where it's like really super duper Ricky. And, Mm. you know, we got some of that in the match, but it was after the match ends and he runs through the crowd because he knows those jazz motherfuckers are going to come for him. (laughs) And he's smarter than that. Mm -hmm. So he's like, fuck you. Takes off like a bolt of lightning up the stadium and, and like is just like, Surrounded by fans, smiling, being funny, and then just, like, leaves. I love that shit. <laughs> I mean, to me, nothing was better than Ricky stealing the the purple hat and doing a rope walk in it. <laughs> hmm. uh, I immediately went off to shop AEW.com because Jake Hager is now wearing a purple hat that says... I like this hat. Would mm. I spend $30 on a purple bucket hat that said, I like this hat? Yes, I would. Do they sell it? No, they do not. What? I am that says not all. happy about that. Hmm. That's a lot for the hat to say. Uh, you know what? It's a big hat. It's part uh, of the reason why I like it. Oh, that's a good idea. Interesting. Anyway, fucking get on that. I want one of those hats and I will bootleg it. If you don't make it for me. Well, we didn't follow through on our uh, bootlegging the uh, the scissor me daddy uh, shirt before they made one. <sighs> Look, I mean, am I lazy? Yes. Do I write checks? Does my mouth write checks that my ass can't catch? Constantly. Catch? Mm-hmm. Does my ass catch Cat. checks? Wow. Uh. Do you realize that uh, kids are soon not going to know what that means because no one's written checks in 10 years? Well, maybe they'll be able to glean it from the uh, writing uh, the year on checks jokes. Or maybe um, from watching lots of 80s movies. Like yeah, um, <laughs> like the 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 number the amount of things from say the 30s through the fifties that you absorb that absorb like at least that I absorbed as a kid from yeah. uh, like Warner brothers cartoons, like the, yeah. the absurd number of things that were from so far b- before my time that I still picked up on. Yeah. That's probably what will happen. Here's the mm-hmm. thing though. Here's the thing back then okay. we didn't have shit to watch. We had to watch whatever was on three or four, you know, maybe six channels. And then slowly the cable world expanded and you get to watch more and more. These days, kids come out into the world. They've got 8,000 channels they can watch. They can just watch YouTube all day and get exactly what they're looking for, not have to wait for shit. 
Well, so, you still have stuff trickled down from your parents. Hey, is this your s'mores moment? <laughs> it, no, I'm not mad. I'm just saying that that's the way of the world. Okay. You are unreasonably angry at a, a delectable morsel, and I, I don't think anyone's going to back you on that, but I think a lot of people know. will I be able to say I think someone out there might appreciate it. Look, I'm just saying we're 45 minutes in. Uh-huh. We haven't even thumbed this yet. <laughs> Uh, oh my lord! You know what? I middled this. Um, I love Ricky Starks, uh, but I don't think he can have a great match with everyone yet. He's still got a ways to go to become. I mean, obviously, no one's uh, the next Danielson is a ways away. But you know, I think he needs to have really good matches with more people. Um, so the uh, I like him. I like everybody here, but the match was it was okay. Um, I thumbs it up. Yep. But I do agree. Uh-huh. I don't think mm-hmm. this was a good matchup. I think there's yeah. other people he would probably be better with in the ring, but I mean, for yeah. a lack of people they're using right now. I mean, they're not using enough people right now. I feel like they're yeah. recycling people that they don't necessarily need to. Look, I'm never going to be unhappy to see Ricky Starks on my screen. So, right. you know, like... Uh, I'm just saying Jake Hager. We don't need yeah. to see this. I guess. I do There's like other Jake, people. too. So. Yeah, that's true. Uh, he's got to yeah. work his way up the jazz ladder to get back to Jericho's, though, is the thing. That's true. That's true. Uh, Calder, yeah. what'd you thumb this? Uh, it's a middle for me. Okay. We've got a... I mean, yeah, yeah, I know. It's it's an Adam Cole segment. Um, yeah. Because he does some promo in there, too. So. Yeah, it's a different promo with the backdrop of his coming home moment in Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, so he was, but he it was like a, a totally different promo. It was interesting. Um, it definitely sounds way more like a face. So I was actually a little surprised by that because I still don't expect that from him. Um, I gave it a thumbs up. Uh, I middled it. It was it was kind of more of the same, and I would rather um, since it's you know the week after his big comeback. Like, let me see something, either like a live promo, preferably much shorter, or you know some a match. Uh, but like this thing was more recappy than anything, so. Yeah. Like uh, a match against uh, Ricky Starks, for example. We shall see. We shall see. What did you thumb it, Calder? It was a middle for me. It didn't make a huge impression, but I obviously uh, like Adam Cole. Uh, hmm. We got Jass being interviewed by Shivani. Basically, Jericho asked for a fight against uh, he and um, Sammy. Uh, a match with he and Sammy against Ricky and Action Andretti. But then Daniel Garcia's like, hey, you know what? How about me? How about me be your partner? Me, me, me. And then Sammy's like, oh, yay, my protege. <laughs> and um, yeah. that's just weird. So whatever. We'll see what happens <laughs> with all that. But Jericho's definitely going to be in a match next week with Ricky and Action Andretti. 
Uh, yeah, and and uh, uh, I forget who Garcia is facing at Rampage, but like if he wins that, then he's going to be in the tag match with Jericho. Yeah. Um, what sold this segment to me was uh, Sammy trying to put his arm uh, arm around the shoulder of uh, Garcia, and Garcia like flicking him off. Yeah. Um, I, I, I like that. It was just like a small bit that was happening in the background of Jericho talking, and when you can layer stuff like that, I'm happy about it. Um, Sammy gave him new gear, which I'm excited to see. Uh, I imagine it'll be very ridiculous. Um, also though, like for, for every, uh, just solid gold merch phrase that, uh, Jericho reels off and he does so many of them that just can just instantly go on a shirt and sell a a crap ton of copies. There's things like lust sex gods, which sucks. And Garcia Co., which is hilarious once. I never want to hear it again. Uh, so, yeah, we got that. I was kind of amused by it. Maybe Some if I saw how really it looked, I'm sure. Jericho. I'm, like, surprised by that. I mean, look, ev- everybody. There's a reason to hate literally everybody. I every guess wrestler. So. <laughs> um, if, you, anyway. if you're just not into it, but yeah. Uh, I middled this segment. Same here. Yeah, me too. Bandito versus Brian Danielson. Holy uh, uh, moly. Uh, amazing. Wah. Now, this is the brilliant thing about what's happening right now with Brian Danielson. And we talked about this uh, bec- with uh, Takesha. Yeah, basically, we just get to showcase this talent pool of insanely talented wrestlers that Mm. maybe there is absolutely no rhyme or reason as to why this person would be wrestling this other person. There's no storyline really. There's no this at the other, but the way they have this, that sucks because you know, it's like, okay, well why? Who cares? But like this match, but there is an actual story here. Stakes. But then the fact that it's, basically people of MJF's choosing and this could be anywhere from the globe. Although it's actually, uh, now they've started saying that it's, uh, Tony, uh, Khan who's making the picks. Well, anyways. Which doesn't make much sense, but also who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Every match is going to be fucking amazing. Yeah. I, and you know, Takesha, Brian Danielson, I loved it. Bandito, which we've seen before, and I'm I hit think, or miss on him. I think he was signed. I can't remember. Yeah, but I, I think he I was. I really yeah. like Bandito. I really like Bandito. And yeah. I have to say, like, I loved this match. I loved Ugh. this match. They, they just did so much focus on submission, back and forth submissions and stuff. And it was great. Mm-hmm. This shit was so good. And, you know, Bandito got his bits in. Danielson got his bits. Mm-hmm. God, the... The Bandito lift thing kind of bugs me, mm-hmm. but like, because it seems to happen <laughs> this way a lot, which then I have to ask myself, so he does this on purpose then? If I each guess. time it's like this, whoop, until you can readjust and then get these people way up. That's what happens pretty much every time. So that must be his thing, which in that case, is way fucking harder, way fucking harder to hold someone out at an angle to then recorrect it 
so they're straight up and down or to like slowly get them to go straight up and down, that takes way more strength, way more endurance, and it's way more on the person uh, the on the ground versus the person in the air. To be up and down, straight up and down, you rely a lot on the other person, the person that's up in the air for their personal, like, you know, strength, core strength, blah, blah, it's blah. It's such a weird thing and, because... And their like, emotional strength as well. <laughs> yeah. Yes, also the emotion. The, the emotional labor that Bandito has to do in the ring is just intolerable. <laughs> uh, the the thing is, like, yeah, I think you're right. It it what he's doing is much harder than uh you know what they're sort of pitching is like he's he's doing a normal uh, uh suplex that he's just holding somebody up, but he's doing it mm-hmm. for a real long time. Uh, but it looks worse. It looks worse the way he's doing it, even if it is, as you say, a lot harder. You know, when they're all out to the side like that. So I don't really get this move. I know it's hard. It's like you really have to just be able to appreciate at this point the way that he does it. You'd have to be someone that appreciates like, you know, um, acrobats and bodybuilding and things like this. Because, you know, when you see like circus shows and shit and you've got those people on the silks and all that, there's certain things that they do or whatever that um, or maybe they're doing groundwork or something that it doesn't look because you're just so spoiled as an observer. It doesn't look like much. It's yeah. all so smooth and seamless and slow, really. But then to know the fact that the slower it goes and the smoother it goes, the fucking rock hard, stronger the people are. <laughs> like they are just like impenetrable, this, the muscles on the people. And so that's like when I saw that tonight, I was like, oh, wait a minute. This is like not a coincidence. This is purposeful because I've seen him do this before now. And it's like last time I remember thinking, oh, that was a flub. And now I'm like, wait a minute, this motherfucker is showing off because he spends more time with someone at an angle than he does when they're up and down. And um, like he doesn't drop them. He doesn't lose control. If anything, the person that's in the air is losing control because they can't hold it. Yeah. Anyways, sorry. No, no, that is... I just how thought it was really how interesting. Um, yeah. And yeah, it doesn't look right. And yet, like, you just have to look at it f- from a different perspective to mm-hmm. appreciate it. But anyway, I Fair. thought it was an amazing match and I gave it a thumbs up. Yep. It's, it's sort of like that thing that, uh, that Chan uh, said about uh, Pac, uh, like doing a deliberate wobble on the ropes uh, yeah. to... Uh, to show, like, to get the effect he desires. Like, it, like there's an interesting thing about, like, uh, deliberate imperfections or about what imperfections actual, uh, that's, uh, that are apparent to us actually mean. Also, uh, much as I'd like to take credit for that, let us not forget that it was Matt Mazzani who told us that. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, we, due to his inside knowledge of actually having worked with him. Uh, 
then MJF comes out and uh, like it's like a video, right? If it yeah yeah. If it were longer, I would give it its own like segment. But I think this was just pretty short, and you know, coming like right on the heels of the match, we would go in the same segment. I think. I think um, so. And it's yeah, him saying like he's doing a thing that is not my favorite of his stuff. Like I, he he's talking about uh, there's this he, he wears a mask and there's this monster behind the mask and you know you don't want to you know see the real you know evil evil of him which is good uh i am for it Uh, i haven't seen it yet to be really impressed with this version of himself that he's talking about so yeah uh, at this point i'm still like okay like yes are you are you the best uh, um promo guy on the roster unquestionably is it uh uh you know do you do a lot of different versions of your character absolutely love it all uh is this going to be good i think it will but also like he also tried to do the devil thing too and that never quite took so well i'm just waiting to see this thing happen no that's the thing is like uh, yeah none of this is his fault and so i i'm giving him you know room to like okay well let's see let's see what this is as it is right now, eh, we'll see. But, you know, let me see this new side. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed the tenor of this promo. I liked the the way he delivered it. The whole idea of masked mask and a monster behind the mask, meh. I'm iffy on that. But, um, you know... Uh, We'll see what happens. I I still don't think it's. <clears throat> I I really question how the match is going to go. I really question how much I'm going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I think that Danielson unquestionably can deliver a stellar performance, regardless of time, re- uh, restraints, or you know demands. Um. I don't feel that way about MJF and I don't, and not, if anything, it makes me wonder what are they going to fill the match with to supplement the lack of his, you know, wrestling prowess. I Probably think, uh, melty uh, marshmallows and chocolate. Separate huh. though. They the, keep them separate because yeah. some I mean, people in the, the audience don't like them be, together. The marshmallows will be all melty. That is true. The marshmallows will. You, but you don't think the chocolate will melt? <laughs> no. Um, I I think the match will be will have all sorts of shenanigans happening, um, and it, it will be held together by uh, Danielson uh, doing what he do, and mm-hmm. we'll we will be entertained the entire sixty minutes with all manner of things because. Uh, MJF is just has a, a brilliant wrestling mind and will. Um... I don't know about that one. <laughs> really? Whoa. I think I Whoa. think it, like the art of wrestling in its uh, like uh, zoomed out version. I agree. He has a good wrestling mind. The zoomed in minutia of the actual wrestling. I don't necessarily agree with that. Well, I what I'm saying 
is that he is going to uh, uh, have the match constructed so that uh, what he is not the greatest at, there will be cover. It was a thing that, like... Uh, well, he hasn't the- done that yet, so... <laughs> well, we shall see. Yeah. You know what they uh, can do is uh, to uh, get through a one-hour uh, one Iron Man match is schedule it for directly before uh, we spring forward. Uh, so oh. that uh, it's it's actually only like uh, a three minute match. Aren't we not doing that this year? What? No. Oh, Didn't yeah. Congress no, no. say there's no more. Um, no, no. I don't think that that no. went any was. No, I don't think that was ever going to go. Any, so far as I know, that what? didn't go anywhere. That was a great I, idea. I thought it passed in California and then kind of did. I thought it maybe. was a national thing. Well, no, it, definitely it, not. It's mm-hmm. something that comes up every so often, and, and then people realize, like, uh, once it's starting, that they don't actually want what it turns out to be, or at least that's what I read. I think that's bananas. <laughs> you, know, you know what you can put bananas in? Like, is s'mores. Butt? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. you can put them in a butt. Okay. The gotta- problem is these AEW homegrown girls. I like this angle. Okay, so there's a promo with Sheeta, Soraya, and Tony Storm. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, Tony Storm and Soraya are saying the problem with, you know, they're like, Soraya's pissed at Sheeta. Tony Storm's like, it's not her fault. The problem is these homegrown AEW girls suck ass. And Sheeta's like, what the fuck? And Soraya and Tony are like, yeah, let's just go do our own thing. I don't even remember what they were saying. She does piss though with every right mm-hmm. to be. Mm-hmm. I like where this is going because people don't like Soraya and Tony because they're outsiders. It really feels that way. It really feels like this wasn't necessarily who anyone asked for. We got them in a weird way at a weird time. Um, Tony was definitely kind of, pushed i definitely felt forced it felt so forced and it didn't Mm -hmm. need to be she could have come in and like not been top of the card you know she could have come in and worked her way up i mean ruby came in and they didn't really push her too much i believe it was because of an injury wasn't it i yeah i think so i think that's right but in general they really haven't pushed her regardless but um Anyway, I don't know. Yeah. I just, no. I like where this is going. Whether it means Soraya and Tony are like bad guys now, or if it's just like they're the bad guys of the good guys. Who knows? <laughs> or no, if it guys. makes Sheeta go bad, which that would be really cool. No, it's, it's definitely a heel turn. They're definitely positioning Sheeta to be one of the good guys on the homegrown team because. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's she's been there from you know the, the get go. Um, I, I I like where it's headed. I think they're doing a good job of yeah. Basically, Soraya and Tony Storm are very good wrestlers uh, who, for whatever reason, didn't quite catch on when they hit. Mm-hmm. And when you bring in someone big like that, in both instances, they were big names that came in. Uh, so you do give them a push. You have to give them a push. Otherwise, why are you spending all this money? You know, like you don't just get someone huge and then just sort of like dribble them in there. 
It's yeah. terrible to do that. Uh, and it didn't work out. So absolutely what they need to do is turn them heel because um, that's the direction everybody wants to go with them. Yeah. Um, so, yes, I it's love all of this. It's easier to hate them than to like them. So let's just yeah. go with it. And also there's there's some people that just are, are naturally better as heels. Like I did not like the Young Bucks and Kenny when they were faces. But I love them as heels. Oh, my God. They're the greatest as heels. Yeah. And uh, I believe Soraya and Tony Storm will be fantastic heels. It'll be really good. Uh, My only beef with this whole thing here is that the acting is real bad. Soraya and Tony Storm are like, they're smooth. They're getting their lines out. It doesn't sound like they're reading them off a cue card or anything like that. But the just the unnaturalness of their acting is really grating on me. So yeah, I middle it because I, I love where we're headed, but I don't like what we're doing right now. I upped it. Ooh. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. And up for me as well. Hmm. All right. Maybe it's just me. Yeah. Maybe it's just my theater degree. Oh, whatever. Sorry. I like whatever. Sour spot. (laughs) So maybe you should let me uh, uh, vote in the SAGs, SAG Awards, Calder. Oh, I wish I could. Um, <laughs> promo. No, no. It, well, sort of. It's Renee with the embassy and Brian Cage. She's interviewing Brian. Then Daniel, uh, you know, about Brian. She's interviewing Brian <laughs> Cage about mm-hmm. Brian Danielson because mm-hmm. – uh, Brian Cage is Danielson's next uh, opponent, and MJF interrupts. The machine. It, MJF interrupts and is like, "I need a machine. Can you break Danielson's arm? Here's like all these bucks." And um, he's like, "Yeah, that can be arranged or some shit like this." And I mean, that won't happen. They're not going <laughs> to let it happen. <laughs> you don't think so? And I was thinking to myself, well, don't spend it. And then what are you going to do? What's MJF going to do when that doesn't happen? (laughs) And, oh, this is going to turn into a mess. Um, But, you know, it's all in good fun, and it got me thinking about it, so I thumbs it up. It's possible that uh, that's the angle they do, that he breaks his arm and um, somehow has to fight through it. Hmm. I I couldn't. Oh, I couldn't imagine any human that being be doing that. That would be the only way MJF could last an hour with Brian Danielson. <laughs> is if Brian Danielson had one arm tied behind his back. That's I not will... how you heal a broken arm, incidentally. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on uh, how you break it. <laughs> my favorite part of this is MJF slaps Cage. Cage grabs him by the neck. Renee Paquette bails so fast. Oh, yeah. She's like, like, fuck this. I'm out of here. This is beyond Uh, my pay grade. uh, Yeah. So, like, I I thought this was all great. I thumbed this up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I thumbs it. Yes. Willow versus Tony Storm. I loved this. Oh, uh, wait. uh, uh, Oh, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. For some reason, I thought there was something after this, but there was not. Uh, uh, go the, ahead. Oh, the, my single beef with this is that I just realized the Willow's m- entrance music is like some chintzy late night '80s comedy show kind of music. I 
maybe I've maybe I've brought this up before. It's starting to sound a little familiar, but like I do not like her entrance music. Ah. I wish they would get her something new. I, I that, wish that they would. Perfect. I wish that they would license uh, the Night Court theme. <laughs> By the way, Marsha Warfield just found out that they were doing another Night Court, and I am oh, no. offended on her behalf. She was wishing everyone <laughs> a good luck and have fun, and I was like, no, motherfuckers, you should have told her she's a comedy legend, whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I bet they'll bring her on in a cameo. I would fucking love it if they did. But anyway, um, yeah, also, I love Willow. Hey, hey, I go lo- watch Night Court because uh, our buddy Calder is in it. Yeah, I'm in it, baby. Sweet. Um, I haven't watched it yet. Are you in the episodes that have dropped so far? I'm in the first. Uh, I, 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 I'm visible in the first episode, but it's not one of my bigger uh, episodes. The, those will be sprinkled uh, like two or three through the season. Nice. Yeah. Uh, for those that don't know, Calder plays a flasher. <laughs> he runs in one? and flashes everyone. I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> he runs in and flashes everyone uh, every so often. And, I, and just with a flashlight. Things, keeps things yeah. spicy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> keeping it I mean, spicy. Yeah, keep, yeah, keeping it spicy. And and uh, I keep trying to uh, sell people uh, uh, s'mores Watches? as well. Oh, s'mores. So, yeah, watches and s'mores. Yep. Watches, and watches, s'mores. And s'mores. watches and s'mores. Watches and s'mores. In my in my jacket. Um, Reach in. All right. So Willow, I love Willow. Uh, yep. I of course loved her when she was tag teaming with Ruby. We got to see that live. It was fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so I'm just excited to see that they're putting her in more stuff. And here she is on Dynamite. Yeah. You know, it's a big fucking deal. And up against Tony Storm. In a big singles fucking match. deal. Mm-hmm. So this was great. I thought they did well. Um, mm-hmm. uh, there's one point Soraya was trying to interfere. And uh, Tony Storm wins. Willow was trying to let the ref know, hey, there's some interference. Um, but Soraya's like, I'm going to beat you up. And then... Ruby Soho comes in to make sure there's no, like, fucking with her friend. Yeah. Um, I love, you know what? Just as an aside, mm-hmm. I love it that anytime someone runs in, their music comes on. <laughs> yeah, I, that always I that, that. That, that always has, like, kind of gotten to me as a, uh, like, that, would, that actually has always you kind know, of bothered like, me a little bit. Oh, it does it? No. I yeah. Love, I, I as, like as, it. As someone who ran uh, sound and lights for years at comedy theaters, various comedy theaters, having your finger on the button ready with anyone's entrance music at any given like, time. If you're getting paid the big bucks, you don't mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you, you wouldn't you, mind. But you got it it's all like, ready to do you go. remember? I used to have like a different text sound and a different ringtone for like different people in my life. Mm-hmm. So like. I'd hear a sound and I would know exactly who it was. I, mm-hmm. And I, it's just it's so great, you know, and I really <laughs> like that. <laughs> and, you know, you get excited or upset or whatever, depending, right? Now, how you, many you answer are, it or you avoid it, depending. How many um, people are a different cat sound? 
But uh, so I don't know. I just I just like this whole spiel. But I, I loved this match. I gave it a thumbs up. I did too. Yeah, same. We got a Stokely Hathaway and Ethan. Oh, Ollie oh be, uh, before promo. that, they're uh, um, promoing what's coming up on Rampage. Willie Mack is going to be on Rampage, one of my very favorite, uh, uh, not currently signed to a, a big company wrestlers. And well, you, I'm super you missed Willie Mack in person uh, at the LA show, of course. I know. Oh, oh wait. Yeah. Oh, he was. Oh, he was in he the wrestled. dark match. Yeah. Oh, he wrestled damn it. For the yeah. Uh, uh, is that what they're wow. is that what they're advertising? Uh, no. no, he's he's going to be on ne- uh, this week. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. But now I'll go back and watch the dark. I did not realize that. Yeah, there was yeah. a lot of really good shit on dark. Yeah, you insisted on getting your steps in. You said, <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah, that's You're like, exactly I, what happened." I'm going to park 45 minutes away from the venue. Ugh. No, for um, years he par- he parked an hour away, but he paid 45 dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Anyways, Stokely Ethan promo. Mm. Thoughts. I like Stokely, uh, Stokely Hathaway very much. I like Stokely. I like Ethan. I I will thumb this up to the end of days. Mm-hmm. It was good. I mean, you know, they're talking about the shit they're doing with Matt and all this, which rumor has it he's going to be broken Matt Hardy again. And that is my favorite Matt Hardy. <laughs> that Matt Hardy I just cannot get enough of. And you know, with no other real storyline, you don't need a storyline with Matt Hardy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to be a manager. He doesn't have to be big money Matt. He doesn't have to be a role model for anybody. He doesn't have to be a tag team with his brother. Just do Broken Matt Hardy because Broken Matt Hardy doesn't make any sense and it doesn't have to make sense. And Broken <laughs> Matt Hardy broke himself for real when he mm-hmm. did that move off of the god i can't remember what the fuck it was if it was it um what kind of thing he jumped off of that he bumped his head on the concrete with uh, sammy but oh yeah, yeah it was I a remember, ladder yeah but yeah was it a ladder yeah. i can't remember if it was a ladder it, it was been, like a it might have been a, yeah some other machine yeah it was it was it was a motorized cherry picker uh yeah he, uh, he uh he <laughs> fell was, down i just had this well, image in my mind of like wire. something like that or like a you know those those pallet lifting things or something i don't know it was, it was, it was, a, it was a hot air balloon it was, a, <laughs> uh, it was uh you know um but anyways yeah so uh i don't know broken my hearty i'd love to see him again i want to see all his craziness what was the name of the character he did with uh, the Damascus. Red hair? Damascus. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love Damascus. I just hope that uh, one of the vanguards comes back. Oh, man. Yes, oh, please. Man. And those weird videos. Oh, those were so funny. <laughs> anyway. Matt, Matt Hardy was the hero that an empty arena in a pandemic needed. Uh, Nobody no knew what he could do when given unlimited amount of time. And what he did was just so perfect. It really roped me into wrestling. It did. It got me. Nice. Um, All right. So we've got uh, Takata. What are we we thumbing this? Oh. I thumb it up. Yeah, yeah. Same. Cool. 
Renee Paquette is interviewing Takata, and she's Takeshita. talking about Takeshita. Oh, sorry, Takeshita. Takeshita. Sorry, wow. sorry, sorry. Wow. You know, I'm like writing, and I'm just like scribbling as I'm trying to take notes. <laughs> Takeshita. Anyways. Uh, it says here tostada. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have a latte for tostada. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's happened to him, I bet. I'm sure. Um, so basically, Takeshita saying Danielson is his hero. He, he doesn't trust MJF. Um, and then he starts going off in Japanese. And Renee's like, well, what does that mean? And he's like, uh, MJF's an asshole. <laughs> that was I love great. It. <laughs> the, oh my God, I can't believe you missed this opportunity moment was why didn't Renee say, well, that sounds official. Mm. Yeah, that, that's a good he point. Says, MJF is an asshole. She's got this catchphrase that I hate, but she mm. could have deployed it with ultimate perfection and precision been, here and she did not good. i am no so sad that's a good point but she yeah. might have heard your earlier note about how yeah. much that fr- sucks and so she's yeah. like oh i shouldn't do that anymore are you yeah, saying no. i did this to myself <laughs> you ruined yeah. it well, you yeah. you yucked her yum you so now she you, doesn't want to do it anymore <laughs> you're probably right and i'm <laughs> so sorry i'm so sorry renee pellet please forgive me you know one time wow. i was at um you know, not scary farm, you know, when it's sure. Halloween and it's only open at night. Um, for some reason, when I'm there, they must do something to the air. I don't know. I know that's bullshit, but all I want, I just get so thirsty for a fucking soda. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm like ravenously thirsty for a soda. So I went to get a Diet Coke and my friend I was with. Now, look, I know I went years and years and years without ever drinking soda because of, you know, how bad they are for you. But I don't do that to myself anymore because life means nothing. So I don't do that to myself anymore. Um, I don't drink them all the time, but whatever. I was going to get a soda and my friend went on this. Oh, yeah. You know, the this, that, the other, all saying all this shit. Shit I already know. But he's saying all this stuff about what they do to your body and do 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 blah blah blah, and I already know this stuff, but I turn that off in my own mind because I do that. We all do that, and so then while I'm waiting in line, I was like, oh, you know, what? forget it. And he's like, no, you can get one. I don't. I'm not judging you. I was like, oh, <laughs> you're not judging me. You're just fucking like lecturing me is kind of judging but whatever you know i was like you yucked my yum bud <laughs> i can't do it now <laughs> so all i wanted was a fucking diet coke all i wanted was a pepsi and she wouldn't give it to me mm-hmm. who's she is that a song <clears throat> it is what song is it institutionalized by suicidal tendencies Oh, mm-hmm. there we go. All I wanted was a Pepsi. Do you know the song I remember the most of Suicidal Tendencies? <laughs> you Can't Break the, Me Down? No, the one that was in Suburbia. I saw your mommy and your mommy's dead. <laughs> I don't even remember what it's called. That's I'm unfortunate news. Guessing that it's called I, 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 I saw oh, your mommy. Oh, it's called I saw your, it's just called, it's called I saw your mommy. That's what it's called. 
<laughs> that was the sequel to uh, I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's what happens in uh, domestic violence situations. Okay. Um, <coughs> so I thumbs Way up to this. bring it down. <laughs> hey, guys, you know me. I'm going to ruin it. Let me ruin it. <laughs> Takeshita. I love this so much. I yes. thumbs it up. I am so happy we get to see more of him. I think he's Mm -hmm. wonderful. The bee's knees. Bee's knees, Mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. The cat's pajamas. Right, Ramona, your jammies. What kind of pajamas do you put your cat in? Oh, She was born in the most perfect pajamas. Um, Was it a uh, box of briefs? It's her birthday suit. Baby. Oh, Ooh. shit. <laughs> Speaking of streakers or flashers, mm. um, Darby versus Kushida. Now, this is something I'm very interested in everybody's reaction to because I've uh, been exposed to Kushida some. Uh, and I know Chan knows, uh, knows a little, but this is an interesting debut. Indeed. This was interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah. What do you, what do y'all think? Look, I really liked it. I like Kushida. Um, I mean, they're definitely putting him over. Yeah. Uh, I just, I just love seeing different talent and different stuff. And this definitely was a lot of new stuff. Taz was laughing so fucking hard at Tony <laughs> at one point because Sting came out at, at the end and. They're waiting for Tony to say, it's Sting. <laughs> they're like, you had one job. And then Taz could not keep it together. <laughs> Anyways. I'm so happy that like uh, th- there was uh, like dark Taz, meaning the Taz that we got to hear on uh, AEW Dark with Excalibur. We're like, yeah, no, there's no one in the in the arena. And, you know, they're just like shooting the shit, and they're just they're just cracking each other up. Yeah, and like more and more of that Taz is coming onto Dynamite, and I love it so love it. much because not only is it fun, but also he still does a good job of balancing that sort of like bringing that real sportsiness into. The commentary, yes. like, oh yeah, well, that is a move. You know, that, that's a katahajime. That is, you know, uh, that he is um, the way he moves his knee here shifts the weight in such a way that you know, like judo, blah blah. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I cannot. I mean, do I still love Jr. Absolutely, but uh, t- um, since I haven't heard more Ronaldo in year in quite some time. And he used to be my favorite announcer. Taz is unquestionably, hands down, my favorite uh, announcer going these days. Yeah, I, I would mm-hmm. agree with that. Yeah, it's hard to argue. Well, uh, yeah. I'd also say Excalibur because Excalibur really Excalibur's keeps great. Excalibur keeps the wheels on the road. You know what I mean? He really keeps oh, yeah, it yeah. going. Yeah, 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 yeah. Much respect to, yeah. to Excalibur, especially for bringing in Portmanteau. <laughs> like, mm. uh, it sounds like you're really so forcing that portmanteau. I'm like, thank you, Excalibur. Oh my god, thank yeah. you for his, saying his, what some of us were thinking. His ability to, and you can just imagine being handed the, like a a, a a card for a show and a number of seconds to get through it in. <laughs> and it's insane. Like, yeah, it's absolutely crazy, and and he does it so well. 
Um, but yeah, I really. What did you guys think of the match? I thought it was pretty strong. I liked it. I I liked Darby Allen. I like Kushida. I feel like Kushida looked really good here. I kind of like Ricky. I feel like uh, Allen didn't really step up and deliver. Uh, he wasn't bad, but I feel like uh, when I watch him in a lot of like big man versus small man matches, he just fucking shines. It is amazing. In this matchup, it didn't feel like either of them got to use uh, their skills to their maximum potential. Hmm. And yeah, I don't know. I was I was really looking forward to it, and it wasn't bad, but I was disappointed. What do you think, Calder? Since you've uh, seen Kashida more. Well, it, uh, I just was excited uh, to, uh, by the chance to see him do like sort of more unrestrained like uh, wrestling in a super like pro wrestling environment, and I, I liked what I saw. Uh, I, I thought that they uh, they put on a pretty good match together. It was a cool matchup. Yeah, I really liked it. I I don't know. I don't know what um, else. I could have expected, but yeah, I mean, I guess I shouldn't even think about it that way, but I thought it was great. And, um, it was neat to see, you know, people from the LA dojo just cause, you know, yeah. you forget, you forget like all these cities have, you know, stuff like wrestling schools and dojos and this, that, the other, you know? So, um, I just like that. Just a little reminder that, hey, you guys can go learn somewhere if you want. I just well, – my favorite thing about like uh, the concept of dojos is that they seem – like the, is that uh, like you can have these massive martial arts battles that seem to be ultimately boiled down to a, a basic difference of opinion in like school curriculums because it's always <laughs> like, well, this style is superior to that style and, you know, like if we were talking about the American school system, it would all go down in like really bland uh, school board meetings and city council meetings. But when it's uh, when it's karate, it, it gets to be like a big fight, like by a river. And I just think that's a better way that we could be considering. Hmm. We should settle uh, legislative debates the same way. Wait a minute. You guys are sounding like Giuliani now. He said trial wow. by combat. So let's just take <laughs> a step back, okay? He said trial by what? combat, okay, and then okay. we got America's January 6th. What's he wrong said with that, America's and then we got January 6th. So let's just we're take not, it down we're a not notch. Talking, we're not talking about trials. Look, no one's saying trials. He said trial here. by combat, which is exactly what you're talking about. That's what he said. <laughs> We're we're talking about debate in in, in the fine tradition of uh, of martial arts. We're, which you know, is, we're talking about something beautiful here. Which is in another way to say trial by combat. Look, I'll tell you exactly where I was on January sixth. I was at home. <laughs> if that's if that's where this is leading. <laughs> I was, I was with my parents. I was, that? Can you geotag that? <laughs> I probably, t- I probably tweeted uh, a forgettable, like unremarked upon joke that uh, that indicates where I was. 
<laughs> you probably tweeted a holy shit. <laughs> That's all you tweeted. <laughs> oh, man. And probably. someone can probably geotech that. What, so we what, know. Did we, what did we thumb this? I thumbs it up. Uh, it was an up for me. Okay. Uh, I middled it. Um, mm. eh, what are you going to do? What are you what gonna are do? you going to do, Robert? What am what I going to do, gonna do? <laughs> when when a Hulkamania runs wild on me? Uh, mm-hmm. This is an eighty-two percent show. Um, Eighties area, it, it, it's fine. Uh, I I think you know you could just like s- slide right in there and watch uh, uh, Danielson versus Bandito and walk away, you know, with your money's worth. Take a look yeah. at the rest of yeah. the show, you know. As you would. I think there were a few good moments. I don't know that it was absolutely one of their very best, but uh, considering the card they put on last week, I suppose that's only uh, natural. But I think, uh, yeah, certainly the Danielson match, the uh, the, the the Tony Storm Willow match, I think is fun. Uh, yeah, yeah. That 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 main event, I think, is worthwhile. Bucks and top young bucks. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah of course, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, hey. 82%, even at their worst, they still put on pretty good shows. Yeah. Agreed. So, that's that. That's what we did. That's that's what we did. <laughs> that's what we Thanks did. for listening, everybody. Hopefully, we hit your sweet spot. I don't know. Um, bye. <laughs> bye. Yeah, yeah, goodbye. Ding dong, ding-a-ling, ding-ding, ding-ding, ding-ding-doom. <laughs>